Welcome to Feelings Fitness. I'm your host, Suzanne Bazarco, a yoga teacher, licensed professional counselor, certified mindfulness practitioner, and a mom of two. When I first entered motherhood and started raising a family, I needed something to help me survive the seasons of life, which is why I pulled the Feelings Fitness program that I created in graduate school out of the archives, linked it up with what I learned in yoga teacher training, and boom, the Feelings Fitness formula was born. Yoga plus mindfulness equal emotional well-being. It has worked for me, and I surely hope it works for you and your family too. I am stoked to embark on this journey of sharing yoga and mindfulness with you. It's time to get real about how you feel. It's time to feel fit, mind, body, and spirit. Hello, hello, Suzanne here. Let's just get real for a few minutes. When something is wrong in your physical body, you don't hesitate to go see a doctor. When you feel weak and you want to get stronger, you don't hesitate to seek out a professional trainer to get some tools to gain strength. So why is it so darn hard for people to reach out when they feel emotionally off? I'm here to try to dispel the stigma a bit and to offer some suggestions on how to maintain emotional well-being. Over the course of the next six weeks, we'll take a look at the primitive and more evolved brain and six basic emotions, happiness, sadness, fear, disgust, anger, and surprise that set human behaviors in motion. Feelings and emotions are what wind our clock, they make us tick, and sometimes they even make us temperamental. What we do to find balance makes all the difference. The feelings fitness recommendation is to incorporate yoga and mindfulness. If that still isn't doing the trick, add in some talk therapy. There are few things more cathartic than telling your story, in my opinion. As Brene Brown says in Rising Strong, we're wired for story. In a culture of scarcity and perfectionism, there's a surprisingly simple reason we want to own, integrate, and share our stories of struggle. We do this because we feel the most alive when we're connecting with others and being brave with our stories. It's in our biology. But if telling your story seems too scary, if it's saying it out loud is too heavy, then try writing your story. One of my favorite quotes is from Brad Paisley, and he says, tomorrow is the first blank page of a 360 65 page blank book. Write a good one. I've been an avid journaler. I've always loved finding the perfect journal, pulling out a fun pen or pencil, and pouring my soul out onto paper. There's so many great journals these days geared towards helping you reach whatever goal it is that you're striving for. The Start Today Journal by Rachel Hollis is a fantastic one that's getting a lot of buzz lately. Her strategy is to establish goals and then write them out every single day. So you're constantly planting the seed of being successful in whatever that goal is. And she sees it almost as this as acting as if approach where you act as if you've already achieved these goals. And there's definitely some science behind this approach. For example, kind of when we meditate, we visualize, if we visualize that perfect path forward, visualize these perfect goals, you're actually more inclined to achieve them because you're really planting that seed in the mind. And the mind actually does not know the difference between what is real and what's simply being dreamt up. So shoot for the stars, have some fun with it, really sit there and indulge yourself in you know, a visual of your best life and then go for it. 
write it down in a start today journal, write out those goals, write them out every day and really go for it. Honestly, even a yearly planner can act as a journal of sorts. I started out last year with the High Performance Habits by Brendan Burchard. And this one is a great one if you're a numbers person and like you, you like to see an actual score given to every week. It's broken down into categories so you can see what's going well and areas where you could improve in order to live your best and most authentic life. Or honestly, even just a blank notebook and some time to let your thoughts flow without judgment can do the trick just fine. So needless to say, it's healthy to feel. It's healthy to find ways to deal with all of our emotions. And it truly is how we heal. Avoidance leads to some dark places. Avoidance can lead to numbing through food and substance. Avoidance can lead to tarnished relationships. So clearly avoidance is not the best option here. So let's talk a little bit about the brain. There's really the primitive brain, there's the makeup of the brain and the brain chemistry, and then there's the more evolved brain that has been studied through neuroscience and really lots of good stuff is being learned about how we can train the brain. I know I talked about how my intention for the year is this idea of training the brain to be stronger than my emotions. So this is helpful in knowing that certain pathways that have been formed in my mind that have created limiting beliefs and had me kept me kind of playing a small game, they can be worked through. I can create new pathways in the brain through neuroplasticity to implement new habits and new behaviors. So essentially that primitive brain is really this idea of back in the day, it was really survival mode. So there's that negativity bias. The brain is always scanning for threat. And it's really created, turned us into being very hypervigilant and anxious and uptight, even when things seem to be going well, even in terms of our growth, it really senses our growth. And it really wants to keep us in this safe space. So it sees that growth, leaving that kind of safe harbor, it perceives that as a threat. And it keeps us small and safe, which is great. Clearly, we want that safety mechanism. But we what we don't want is we don't want that primitive brain keeping us from achieving our goals. So then a little bit about kind of the brain, the makeup of the brain and a little bit of the brain chemistry. So there's that amygdala in the brain that kicks into high gear as we kind of leave any of our familiar zones. It strikes that vagus nerve and it creates that fear hormone cortisol. And this cortisol really is what creates that fight, flight, or freeze then triggers that primitive brain. So it's the cortisol is that stress hormone that's released and really it serves a purpose. It was meant to keep us safe back in the day. We need to learn how to manage that cortisol and how to not let our amygdala kind of get hijacked and let it throw us so far off course. Neuroplasticity helps us understand that the brain is a little bit more of a muscle and it can be 
it can be trained. But you need to exercise that brain and those new habits, new ways of feeling and new ways of being, you need to continue to exercise that really aggressively in order to change the brain and change the habits. So just keeping in mind, I feel like it is really helpful to keep in mind that we're not just stuck with what we started with in terms of our habits, our behaviors, the way we respond to situations emotionally. We really can train our brain to set new ways of being into motion. It's really reassuring to know that we with work and I'll tell you it is work so don't think that just knowing this gets you off easy but it feels good to know that we can live our best most authentic life if we take the time and we put in the work and we train our brain to be the best version of ourselves. So let's take a little bit of a brain break. That was a lot of stuff. So let's give ourselves a bit of a brain break and take a quick breath break. For this week, I want us to think about visualizing the breath moving throughout the entire body from the tips of our toes all the way up to the crown of our head and back down. And this one, I feel like it works best lying on your back. But if you are seated, that works just as well. It really can work anywhere and anytime. So let's take three nice big yogic breaths. Remembering on the inhale, that belly rises. On the exhale, the belly sinks back down towards the spine. You can do this breath really any way you'd like. Breathing in through the nose and releasing out through the mouth, or you can breathe in through the nose and out through the nose. Whatever seems to work best for you, find a natural state of breathing, but visualize the breath. So let's take a minute. Let's take three nice deep inhales and and exhales. Nice deep inhale in, tracking that breath all the way from the tips of the toes up to the crown of the head. And from the crown of the head, all the way back down towards the tips of the toes. Inhale. And exhale. Inhale, sending the breath to all parts of the body, starting at the tips of the toes. And exhale. Awesome. Even just taking a moment to take three nice deep inhales in and exhales out can really get a little mental clarity, a little energy going just feels good. So next week, we'll start out on a happy note as we talk about the emotional ins and outs of happiness. 
Let Feelings Fitness be your emotional guide, helping you find what works best for you, helping you be proud of what's going well, and also helping you to not be too proud to acknowledge where there is hurt that needs to be healed. Feelings Fitness can help strengthen your emotional well-being. It can make you smile at the things that are making you happy, and it'll give you a gentle nudge to seek support for anything creating sadness or discomfort. Are you loving the podcast? Want an extra boost of positivity? Get on the mailing list. Just shoot me an email at suzanne at feelingsfitness.com and simply put opt-in in the subject line. You'll get a weekly email to let you know when each new podcast drops with a little extra love to get you through your week. I hope you found this episode enlightening. If you like it, please be sure to subscribe, leave a review, and tell a friend. The more people we have engaged in this conscious conversation, the better. You can find everything related to this episode over at www.feelingsfitness.com. And as always, some of the best content comes up after the show in the Facebook group. So be sure to join over there as well. Until we chat again, feel fit, mind, body, and spirit.